Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 51 of the Funk Hauser situation. We're on the dark side of the moon now. I know, right? It's all downhill from here, right? Until yeah. we uh, crash and burn. My name is Chris Tomlin. I am the pop culture editor of the KSR Funk Hauser wing of Kentucky Sports Radio. With me, as always, is Maria in a very fashionable jacket this morning. She looks and lovely. Lee, who I just had to take a dry cleaning tag off of. How are you doing, Lee? Well, at least I get dry cleaned, as opposed to that shirt you're wearing. What? This shirt's great. Yeah, it was laying on the floor this, this morning. This shirt is fresh from the dry cleaners, in fact. I don't know. I guess There's they no put way. too much starch in it, so it looks wrinkled, because I've been driving in a car oh, for let me two get hours. This. Let me, let, okay, Jesse Smollett, let me figure this out. Oh. It, it's so much starch, it looks wrinkled. Yeah, because when you wear a starched shirt and you sit in a car for two hours and you get out, it looks wrinkled. That's it how it the works. Lamest it thing was a I've stiff ever shirt. Nobody's I put it buying on. this. Well, speaking of nobody buying things, how about that Jesse Smollett situation? Yeah. Did wow. you buy it when it first came down? Did you thought I mean, it? Was, you think it, it was real? Well, it, it seemed in Chicago. It seemed that very side odd. of town. It seemed very odd. Yeah, it, two Trump supporters. Yeah, it did seem like a very weird. <laughs> Who identified him and. Yeah, come yeah. on, man. Yeah, who are just waiting yeah. for him? Like he's not exactly famous, right? right. And be like, who's? I still don't like know. Like those who he is. guys, like those two Trump support, redneck Trump supporters, are watching Empire and going, "We're gonna get that guy." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, I can't stand him. But yeah. man, yeah. So Chicago police have now arrested him mm-hmm. and say that he did the he orchestrated this whole attack on himself to get more famous uh, right. than he already was. Somebody uh, had him identified about a week before that at a Kamala Harris rally, and she was talking about lynchings. Mm-hmm. And he's standing right next to her. So it, it, that may have been the spark that where, oh, he, wow. where he got the idea. Wow. He's, he's obviously got some issues. I mean, yeah. to do that, you, you've got to be a real piece of work. Well, so it, he's got problems. And let me get – correct me if I'm wrong. Is he, is he gay as well? I think so. Okay, so he, so he was – he was purporting the double hate crime on himself, right. basically. Yeah. Why would you hire people to throw acid on you? That sounds like a terrible. Is that what I'm, he did? I think isn't that what they did? Well, I don't know. They actually did that. Were they going? They I, they bought a rope. They went to some place, bought a rope. Man. They've got them ID'd. And then he hired like two Nigerians to play these Trump supporters. Did he really? Yes. Oh wow. Are you going to pull a stunt like this? To, oh, absolutely. To drum up, well, uh, I meant to tell you, I'm a little disheveled because I was attacked by two Bernie Sanders reporters. <laughs> where they had beers. They hit me with an IPA and wrapped a feather boa around my neck. Poured some sorghum on your head. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is a this is a crazy story. I mean, like, but the funny thing is, is that we we've talked about this before. The social the social media yeah. landscape is so quick to yeah. condemn something. Yeah, okay, but whoa, let me correct you. And there'd be one thing, and you're right, everybody's got their own filter, so they look at things right. through that view. Right. The disappointment and the anger for me is so-called professional journalists who are supposed to be objective and look at things in a factual manner. That's not what happened right away. You had people from the New York Times, the Washington Post, that were already associated with Trump and his supporters immediately. Right. And so... That's the problem. And it was just one week out from what happened up with the Covington kids. Right. That's insane to me that they didn't learn a lesson, that they are so infused. And I got a little bit of it this week. 
So Haley Harmon and I were on the John That's Oliver right, you're show. You're famous. Yeah. yeah. We're on the John Oliver show because they picked up that clip where we're arguing about Chester A. Arthur, and Chief just had a brain fart and couldn't remember who he was. And so she argued with me that he didn't exist. You can see the clip on the Live with Lee and Haley Facebook page, by the way, if you want. But let's so, be honest, it is funny. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, well, because she's so emphatic about it. Right. So, yeah, and, and that's all it should have been. Right. So you laugh at it. You go, ah, the poor girl, you know, she had a, a moment, momentary lapse, you know. And, and it's Chester A. Arthur. And it's Chester it's A. Arthur. Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's obviously not as well skilled as I am when it comes to presidential history. You know? But anyway. Well, you didn't seem 100% sure. Because well, so. she was so emphatic about it. If I recall, it. that clip is when uh, Jesse looked that up. Yeah. She said that. Yeah, because I, I, I thought that dog. Looks like Chester A. Arthur. Which is a great call. It was a and, good call. And John Oliver's show gave you props right. by ending they this segment by putting them next to each other. And they other. look just alike. And you look like a comic genius. And I, she looks I, like a rube. Right. right. Uh, they validated me. Which yes. is the opposite of the real most, life. Yeah, of yeah, most that's, episodes that's right. of Lee and Haley. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. The one moment it worked out <laughs> yeah. for me was on international television. Yeah. But, uh, but I start getting these messages Sunday night. Like five, 15 minutes after that show airs. And I didn't even know we were on the show. I'm trying to figure out why. Is were your first messages from people you knew or people no. on social media? No. Oh, Twitter. Like, I'm just on Twitter and Facebook, and, and guys are saying, who's that dumb bimbo that doesn't know presidential history? Who's that? This is why we got Trump, because of that dumb B-I-T-C-H. You know, and over and over and over, and I'm getting like, what is going on? And then a buddy of mine called me and said, hey, you're on John Oliver. And I was like, oh, great. Because yeah. I know Haley was embarrassed when it happened locally. Right. Not much, or much less on a national scale. Um, it's kind of kind of cool you got on this show. Yeah, that was, I love oh, it. You don't like that show as much as I do. I love that show. Well, because as I said to you earlier, the guys who watch that show are the guys who find some sort of sexual pleasure out of beating Trump up all day. <laughs> I don't know if it's sexual pleasure. <laughs> Seems like it to me. What I'm dealing with, these guys are losers. Well, I think that it goes to show you that... While I watch that show and think, oh, people like me watch this show, there are also people who are basement dwelling extremists. Absolutely. And I can appreciate that. You see a clip like that, and and, like we talked about this on the phone the other day, and who watches that show and in that montage is just making a note of people they're going to go after? Like they had to go find your show, find her, find her on social media, and then attack her. Like it wasn't just like. Right. You know, they didn't have a Twitter handle on the screen. Right. You know? No, they didn't. Yeah, they had to look it up. They had to put the effort in to make themselves feel superior. Right? It's like a drug right. for a lot of these clowns out there. And if you watch that show, that is the most innocuous segment of that show every week. You know, every yeah. week they do that with, right. with, with anchors. Right. There and was no political bent to it. No. But none. they f- see it that way. And, right. and again, it's one thing for those clowns that want to do that. Okay. Yeah. And again, it's not overwhelming. I, I didn't have. You know, I'm not up at night worried about it, but I just I find it irresponsible when so-called journalists do it that are supposed to be about the facts. That's all. Well, you want to hear? Uh, speaking of, and we'll move on to pop culture stuff. But I have an interesting tale. My I have a friend uh, in Cincinnati where I live, uh, Cincinnati area, and his last name is Sandman. Mm-hmm. And of course, the Covenant Catholic kids' last oh, name was yeah. Sandman. Right. And my friend got death threats directed at his family by phone. Somebody looked up his number and published it on social media and said, this is this child's father. Let him know what we think of this. Mm -hmm. And he got all kinds of 
awful things directed at him. Like his phone blew up, just message after message after message mm-hmm. of people who were just seeing a number on social media and going, you know what, I'm going to call this guy yeah. and tell him I want to, want to, what I'm going to do to his family. Uh-huh. It's just, sometimes you just this world, uh, yeah. it's just the worst. I would entertain myself though, as those messages would come in, and I'd go after them. Though, you know, what you would give it back to them? Oh yeah, like you would answer the phone? Yeah, well, I can maybe read you one or two if I can find it. Yeah, sometime. let's do it. Uh, let's see if I... I don't know that I can find it that quick. Can you recall any just off the top? Of your head? Uh, yeah, one guy uh, who let's see if it's right here. Please be there. Please be there. Where is that guy? Gone it. I can't find it. But anyway, it was something about some guy from New York. Because uh, I looked at his profile. He he was calling Haley a dickhead. And he said, where were you educated, you dumb dickhead? Which was an odd way to That's an odd, uh, go after a girl. Yeah. And so I looked up his hometown and found the high school and said, this is where I was educated. Where all dickheads are educated. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And he said, well... Thankfully, I, I'm 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 from New York. I said, "Well, I got my postgraduate at NYU," so I just kept going back at him all day long till he finally gave up. Good, good. That's just one yeah. example of the about half dozen to twelve. I don't know what I did, but it was it, it's crazy. morons. My friend had to get the FBI involved. It yeah. finally got so bad that he he contacted uh, the FBI. I mean, I, it, most of those guys though are. are keyboard warriors yeah but you don't know don't, you don't that's know you don't that's know that's what's scary it's your family it is involved when and, the you know. family's involved you're right right when it's just you yeah i got no reason to be here anyway right. so let's go right <laughs> let's let's dance yeah, you want to no, dance i got let's nothing go. to lose <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> i've been wanting to feel something yeah. anyway just bring it please so give me a break from cutting all right yeah. um shows we're watching what are you watching you saw something over the weekend let's talk about movie well before i do that can mm-hmm. I just say something yeah. about uh, what I consider the oasis of Kentucky? Yeah. Because as you know, if you want happiness, it only happens between a glass of bourbon and a good cigar. Correct. All right. Well, we got that settled. Yeah. Agreed. Nearly a decade now. And by the way, here's one of the trolls. Jake was trolling me the other night. <laughs> really? Yeah, he made some comment. I, po- I posted a picture on uh, and I can say this because obviously he doesn't listen to this podcast. Uh, he posted some picture, or no, I posted a picture of me at the game with my uh, right, buddy David West, yeah. and I said I'm with my Doctor Mike. A, take that picture. Doctor Mike yeah. took it, and I said, you know, just a humble guy with his limo driver, whatever right. I said. Right. And then somebody wrote, "Lee's the limo driver." You know. Uh-huh. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And then Jake wrote, "Oh yeah, they they got the pedal extensions." <laughs> That's a pretty good. Joke. He's not much taller than we are. It's a pretty good joke. I know it's a good joke. <laughs> I may not do this now. Yeah, that's we're yeah. Screw you, baller. Jake. Yeah, protest. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're located over in uh, Brandon Crossing. They've uh, been welcoming folks across Kentucky to find the perfect match of bourbon and cigars. We love it. They got over two hundred different bourbons, and I'm telling you, if you like an old fashioned, have them do the smoked version for you. It's fantastic. It's like a it's like a it's a drink and a show. Uh, 300 different cigars to choose from. Jake's the only establishment that provides the variety Kentucky deserves, and they have the new place coming soon. It should be ready in April. They'll move right across the street to that larger space. 
so you'll have even a more unique product selection from the Commonwealth and beyond. Like them on Facebook and Instagram to learn more about the future of Jake's. Yes, if that is your jam, you definitely need to go to Jake's because it is where it's happening. And if it's not your jam, you need to be asking yourself some questions. That's true. What's wrong with you? So (laughs) you saw a movie over the weekend. And let's hear yeah, about it. Oh, you said so. the other night, right? And it wasn't over the weekend. It was. No, I think it was. Maybe it was the weekend. Yeah. I don't remember. It was uh, Rebel Wilson's movie. What was that thing? I forgot the name of it. I don't know. You remember the name of it, Maria? She knows. Isn't what it I'm romantic? About. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it romantic? Yeah. Well, it's not. It's so, not funny. That's the review. Yeah. I as we talked about this. It's I am not, not the really world's funny. biggest no. Rebel Wilson fan. Yeah. I feel like people loved her in Pitch Perfect. Uh-huh. I was never a Pitch Perfect guy. Yeah. Uh, I watched the first one. I thought she was kind of, I mean, mm-hmm. she, she plays a certain type of character. I didn't really find it, find it that fun. I don't know that she's ever been anything that I was really like, oh, she's great in this. Yeah, there's, all, there's uh, I don't know if there's anything clever in there that uh, they did uh, some gags that where they make fun of the genre of romantic comedy. So that's, you know, they have the classic uh, archetype. So you've got the gay best friend. Right. you got um, the... Uh, rival worker who is another female. You know, two women can't get along. Uh, and Are that, these that all girl, played so over the top? Yes. That okay. Well, now it starts off in a, it's like a Wizard of Oz thing. Starts off in a normal world. Right. Where she feels uh, overlooked and neglected. Right. Um, you know, uh, but because of her appearance, she doesn't catch the attention of the, uh, what's his face? Liam Hemsworth. Oh, Hemsworth, yeah. He's in that. And um, and she's an architect, and but he sends her to get coffee, and you know. Well, then she hits he's her. her boss. No, he's a client. But oh, yeah. hashtag yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, they didn't. Can't do, be they didn't do that. In the workplace. But then they got watch his face. This guy gets more work than anybody now. He's guy. He was started off in Modern Family as what's her face's boyfriend. And now he's in every movie. He was with Zac Efron. And oh, workaholics guy, Adam Devine. Yeah, Adam Devine. I like him. I like him, too. I think he's funny. He's the love interest. Yeah. And he can't get uh, Rebel Wilson. Right. To notice him? Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, uh, she hits her head, and now she's transported to this alternate reality. Okay. Where she's now in a romantic comedy. And they set the scene, by the way. Uh, in, in the opening part of the movie where her mother lectures her about these romantic comedies that she loves so much because that's not the real world. It never happens this way. Right. So now she's trapped in this romantic comedy where she doesn't want to be there. Right. So all the cliches play out. So then when she comes back to her regular life, which is still, we're assuming, terrible. Well, no, she's learned lessons. Oh, okay. So she comes yeah. out of it a, right. a better person. Yes. Now, does all this take place after, like, laying on a subway platform, or is she in a hospital in a coma? Or uh, what is it? In a hospital in a coma. Okay. And they, they, they have a little gag there they do as well. <laughs> Those hospital coma gags. Yeah. They all always kill. I watched, uh, I've been watching a couple things on Netflix. I watched The Umbrella Academy. That looked good. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I'm about three episodes in. I, I like it. It's it's different. It's kind of a... Um, what I found interesting, you said it was more of a Wes Anderson sort it of... It is. It's, it's way uh, stylized. It's kind of a dysfunctional family X-Men sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's about seven people. They, they're they not related. But not quick line Deadpool type 
No, it's not not that. Not it's not bam bam joke joke joke. It's in fact no. it's really probably it's not subverted. Not, it's probably comic not book. even really a comedy. It's kind of a um oh. yeah, it's like if Wes Anderson did a a superhero. There's a lot of title cards on the screens, freeze frames. All right. Uh, there's a Kinks song in the first 30 seconds, which is yeah. a very Wes Anderson thing. Yeah. Um, Stable camera shots. Yeah. That's Wes Anderson. Yeah. I mean, everything is just played in, in this little box. Sort of, yeah. And there, yeah, it's kind of like that. And then there are, like, the shootouts are all set to, like, very esoteric tunes. Like, uh, there's a shootout at the end of, I think, the first episode in a donut shop that plays to uh, Istanbul, not Constantinople, by They Might Be mm-hmm. Giants. Yeah. Um, uh, one in the second episode is uh, "Don't Stop Me Now" by Queen, oh, yeah. which I, which Daniel and I were talking about, is a dicey uh, choice as one of the greatest nerd fight scenes ever. As I love this movie, and I'm sure you do too. "Don't Stop Me Now" is the uh, pub zombie fight scene oh, yeah. in Shaun of the Dead, the Great mm-hmm. Shaun of the Dead, which is a fantastic movie. Um. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I like it. I mean, I'm going to stick with it, see what happens. Also, uh, this is a documentary series you would love, I know. Larry Charles, co-creator of Seinfeld and Cheers, right? Was he part of the Cheers Burroughs? Was it Larry Charles and uh, Charles Burroughs? I don't know, maybe. Um, Has a show called Dangerous Comedy where he goes to the arguably the worst parts of the world and tries to find out what is making people laugh there. Which, yeah, I like this. Which is interesting. So he does, in the first episode, he is in Iraq and I and Liberia. Mm-hmm. Liberia, of course, is quantifiably awful with the Ebola mm-hmm. quarantine a couple of years ago and everything. Um, and when he's in Iraq, he goes to the first Iraq stand-up comedy club. And he talks about a show, and this is insane. He talks about a show in Iraq. Anybody bomb? Well, there. well. It's not too far from that. <laughs> so apparently, the gov- apparently ISIS and the government have set up, literally set up checkpoints. Yeah. In Iraq. Uh-huh. And if you get pulled out of a car, there's a good chance they are going to execute you on sight. Wow. Right? Okay. So this show is like, is like a punked, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Where they set up fake checkpoints. The, like, let's say I wanted to punk you. Okay. I set up a fake checkpoint where you get stopped and a bunch of soldiers pull you out of the car and put machine guns in your face and tell you that they're going to sh- to kill you. Right. And let that play out for a minute. Uh-huh. And then I come out from behind the car and go, hey, yeah. <laughs> what a hilarious it. joke. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, is that the people uh-huh. who have just been punked are like, are like oh my gosh this you is got great me. you, you got, got me, me. And, it, and the whole point is just that death is such a constant right. fear yeah. in places like that that like that actually plays into their sense of comedy yeah and it's it's really really interesting i think you would really like it well, um, and there's do they show stand-up routines where people are trying to entertain audiences they I, I think they do later on in the series i've only, I only watched the first episode last night yeah. i think it's it's pretty new um Is but that, they, they they talked about they talked to a muslim stand-up comic uh-huh. about the iraq stand-up club and he said you know i don't tell anybody i come up here because he's like first of all i shouldn't be in a bar mm-hmm. second of all i'm making jokes about sex Family, religion, which right. is all thi- which are all things that could quantifiably get you dragged out somewhere and and yeah. beaten or killed and murdered or beaten up. Yeah, so it's interesting. It's very very eye opening. Um, Who books those gigs? 
I don't know, but they did the postscript. Uh, I probably worked for that guy because <laughs> yeah. I've done some things that you've uh, you've done some Iraq style. Uh, no, but gigs. West Virginia is not exactly the garden spot. What was that like? Was well, that like a Bob's Country Bunker good. situation? That's, that's, you know, I did a gig once for a company that was bilingual. Well, meaning half the audience did not speak English. And they set that way. They segregated themselves in that's just, that's Spanish. That's just what they told you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the other half was English. So I'm all, I could really only play to one half of the room. Right. They were very polite. The Spanish, be, you know, they would smile at me, but they wouldn't laugh necessarily because they didn't understand what I was saying. <laughs> and what was the uh, English speaker's uh, excuse? Oh, I see what you did there. Like yeah. that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, let's talk about Masked Singer, or as Nick Cannon continues to call it, the Masked Singer. I'm done with Nick Cannon. <laughs> what is up with him? Now he's dressing like, uh, like, a, like an Aladdin. old lady, like an old well, psychic. Yeah, he, does, yeah. <laughs> he wears like yeah. turbans and weird glasses and sparkling shoes. Who was the Caribbean lady that used to... <laughs> Oh, uh, Miss Cleo? Yeah, he dressed like Miss Cleo. He does dress like Miss Cleo. <laughs> it's crazy. What's going on? I don't know that this is doing Why did guys stop wearing socks, too? I see that all the time. I, I thought that was just a, a car salesman thing. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that was also a... Uh, a I think that's just a, that's just a Nick Cannon thing. No, I see dudes wearing tight pants, high water tight pants. <laughs> And no socks. I see that all the time. Like, what is going it's on? It's a ridiculous look. It is ridiculous. It is. Have some class. It's 2019. Put on some socks and lengthen yeah. your trousers, son. <laughs> so, Mass Singer. Now, I have not watched last night's episode where they kicked off two people. They did. Um, I, and I, one of them, I did not. I mean, I know of them, but I did not guess that's who it was. So, okay. I was like, wow, okay. Right. And that wasn't even in my wheelhouse. Like, okay, that's way off. So we're not going to talk about that one because there probably okay. are people who are listening but there's to this a, today. There's the other one, though, that I did know. I knew from the beginning. I was like, yep, that's that person. There are some that I'm positive. Oh, yeah. Who they there's are. there's two. Um, there's one. I don't know. I'll tell you who I don't know. I don't know the monster. I don't know who that is. That is very difficult. The, the going, Somebody said T-Pain. Yeah, that's the, that's the one I keep seeing Well, I don't online. know T-Pain either, do well, I? Well, T-Pain you only know because he's always auto-tuned. That was always his yeah. thing, and well, apparently he can sing. this guy kind of sounds t- auto-tuned. And the, they even auto-tuned. I'm going to tell you who it is. I, I, they haven't unveiled him, but I know who it is. It's Donny Osmond. Oh, Donny Osmond's a lock. He's the peacock. He's a lock. And the other lock Gladys is Gladys Knight. Knight. Gladys Knight. It's 100% know that. Gladys yeah. Knight. Yeah. I'm with you on that. So, yeah. so I'm assuming then last night it was the... Hold on. It would have been the um, the tiger or the lion. Right. And the uh, – is there another guy on there? Mm-hmm. The rabbit. Mm-hmm. Okay. The twitchy rabbit. Okay. I'm guessing, I, I'm guessing the one I won't know is the lion like you. Correct. You won't know the lion. I'm guessing – I think I know who the rabbit is. You do. Is. I think you do. Okay. And it, okay. Don't tell me anything else. But we since we last talked about this, who I th- when I think we last talked about it, we only knew Tommy Chong. I knew Tommy and Chong. I knew Terry Bradshaw. I guessed Tommy Chong. I also guessed Terry Bradshaw. I did. I also guessed Ricky Lake. Yeah. I yeah. think I was, I don't know if I guessed it right away, but eventually I figured it out just through clues. Right. No one guessed Margaret Cho. No. Because why and, would you guess Including Margaret Ken, who didn't who even know. Who knew her. Yeah. Yeah, who, yeah plays right. her brother Yeah. the show, and he didn't know <laughs> right. it was her. Yeah. <laughs> Because she's not really a thing that that, yeah. that no. regular people know, right. you know, like yeah. 
unless you what what show the show he that show's not even on oh, the air. I, anymore, I didn't right? really guess Tori Spelling either. Oh, Tori Spelling, that's right. She was the unicorn. Yeah. No, I didn't either. I thought that might yeah. have been uh, who did I think that was going to be? Nicole Richie, maybe yeah. somebody, some mm-hmm. sort of debutante family. Uh, I guess Latoya Jackson. I guess from the uh, first I, I did clue too. package, I got Latoya Jackson because the, she said I'm from a famous family. She mentioned Indiana, yeah. And then there was a big boa constrictor, which yep. was her famous Playboy right. shoot. And I was right. like, "Is Latoya Jackson?" Did you explain that to your wife? How you knew that? Uh, no, I did not. Yeah, I but, kept that uh, to my, myself yeah, keep too. That, you yeah. got to keep those yeah. things yourself. But what do you? Now that we're almost done with this show, it's it's a silly show. But listen, I enjoy the show. When they bring in real comedic talent, Kim Jong is horrible. Yeah. But when they brought in uh, our guy from Talk Soup, I love the McKay, show. Was great when he's on. When, it. And I uh, love JB he Smooth. He was fantastic. He'd stand up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys got you guys got a freaky show. The problem is I he love made JB that he made that show not very kid friendly, which is a pretty kid friendly show. I don't know. And he kind of had some. Uh, and then Keenan was okay. They brought Keenan last. Keenan Thompson. Yes. Oh, okay. He's okay, but but I, it's so much better when they got real guys in there with real chops that know how to turn a phrase and make things funny. So I, I don't know why they can't keep those people there because yeah. the rest of them are useless. Keenan Thompson. That's what kills the show. I think is the judging. Yeah, it's terrible. Jenny McCarthy's the worst. In fact, there's part of me, and don't don't give me any clues. I'm not even going to look at your face. There's part of me that thinks that the rabbit might be her husband because Ken Jeong had Margaret Cho on there. And there's some speculation that that was Donnie. She keeps going through that process by saying the rabbit never answers the phone. Yeah. Or, or Donnie never answers she the phone. Said, she's when made Ro- that joke like three yeah. times. I know. Well, she keeps it up. She <laughs> keeps going. It I'm could. Glad I, to it, know. She, I will tell you this. She guesses that her guess is it's Donnie, her own husband. That is her guess. How would you not recognize your own husband's voice? Yeah, I, yeah that's a good point. Yeah. Are there in, is Nicole Scherzinger the best judge they have? Because she's actually, she, I hate to say it, it's probably Robin. Yeah. It probably is. He's the one who's more analytical, and he seems to know more <laughs> about the music than anybody, even though he yeah. screwed up. He screwed up American law. Him and T.I. <laughs> screwed up the American justice system. I've told you the story, right? No. Blurred Lines yeah, got sued Gaye by the Marvin Gaye estate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I don't think it sounds that much alike. Is T.I. in that song? Yeah. T.I. and, I and Pharrell. Pharrell. So T.I., Pharrell, and Robin Thicke. Okay. So these three are representing what is just, in my opinion. I think this is an original track. There's some similarities, like a cowbell kind of banging around, but it's not. And, and on top of it, uh, music people will tell you it's not the same because if you look at it on on – on, on music, paper, if you look at it on paper, the notes don't match up. So it's different. The tunes are completely you different. Did, okay, first of all, you did not pull the sheet music for both I songs. didn't pull the sheet music, <laughs> but people did. I read a, an extensive piece on it somewhere, okay. like Rolling Stone or something. Yeah. So anyway, it's two different things. But the judge was so irritated with Robin Thicke and Pharrell and T.I. coming in there high and drunk that he did not allow the jury to look at the sheet music. 
So they sort of had their hands tied, and the jury awards the money to the Marvin. So now anybody can be sued if there's a hint of it sounding somewhat similar. They set a precedent. They set a precedent that that is going to ruin everything because they're a bunch of stoners. (laughs) Well, Robin Thicke is not – Pharrell seems all right, and T.I., he seems okay too. Robin Thicke just seems like a douchebag, doesn't he? That's just because why you say that, because his dad was Alan Thicke. You might think he also has had some, he's also had a bit of a checkered past, hasn't he? He grew up privileged. Yeah. The great Alan Thicke. Right. Of course, was dead. I liked Alan Thicke. Did you know he wrote so many theme songs? Alan Thicke did. Did you not know that? Or Robin did. No, Alan. I'm going to, in fact, this is crazy. He wrote, he wrote theme songs. But I like, did you not like Growing Pains? Oh, yeah. I thought it was a pretty, I mean, it was a knockoff of The Cosby Show. Because that's what ABC was trying to capitalize on what NBC was doing with Bill Cosby. But they did a pretty good job. I liked it. Uh, I'm looking at this. thought it was funny. Wait till you hear how many theme songs for TV shows he's written. All right. He wrote, let's see here. Uh, Robin Thicke. Hold on. Let me come up here. Robin Thicke? I thought you was looking up Alan Thicke. Alan Thicke. I'm sorry. He wrote the original Wheel of Fortune theme song. He did? Yeah. He wrote uh, the theme song for Different Strokes. Hmm. He wrote the theme song for Facts of Life. Wow. And he wrote the theme song for Animal Crack-Ups. I don't know what that is. I don't either. I also think he wrote WKRP. I can't be sure about that, but I think okay. he might have. But right. I didn't realize he was that accomplished of a mu- music writer himself. Yeah. I didn't either. Yeah. There you go. There's your uh, one to grow on today. Right. Um. So Mass Singer, uh, that ends next week. Is that right? We're this yeah. Okay. And then and they he- unveil everybody. Who's that? Three more left. They got three. It's three a top left. three now. Which is Donny Osmond and Gladys Knight, Knight and, and then the T Pain, maybe T Pain, probably. Whoever well, the, the reason they say it's T Pain is because is uh, he from the South? Whoever that is, yeah. They have and a he also accent. carries that. He also makes a lot of golf references. Yeah. And apparently, he was in a major injury situation with a golf cart on a golf course, hmm. which we're expected to know. I guess I don't, I don't know. know. Um. Ariana Grande made music history today. Thank I was, God. I know. Something came her way. More music history, as we would say. Uh, she is officially the first artist to occupy the numbers one, two, and three mm-hmm. spots on the Billboard Top 100 songs. What since, does that say about us? Since the Beatles did it yeah. in 1964. As a society, what does that say about us? Speaking of the Beatles, have you seen the trailer to Yesterday? Oh, man. Didn't I'm, that look good? I'm all in on that. Yeah, me too. It's got everything I love. It's got Danny Boyle, who yeah. uh, who did Train Spotting and uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Uh, Slumdog Millionaire, and then you've got the writer of Love Actually, which I also mm-hmm. I also love. Um, it looks just like a delightful film, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Like, it got a lot of nostalgia, obviously. Yeah. It'll have a great soundtrack, yeah, but it's just an interesting premise, one that I hadn't thought of. Where what if? The world sort of had some collective amnesia, except for right. one guy who's a music songwriter, right. street musician, and yeah. he's just after this incident happens, he was fortunate enough to hit his head and knock a tooth out. Right. He starts playing the song yesterday to his girlfriend. She's like, "That's beautiful. When did you write that?" He goes, "I didn't write that. Who did?" He's like, "Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah. Who?" And then they find out that the world has lost their memory of the Beatles. Nobody remembers them. Is it that them. they didn't exist? Or is well, that I don't know. Is? I think they exist because in the trailer, in the trailer it shows they show possibly Yeah, John it looks like Lennon the Abbey Road yeah, yeah, showing yeah. one of them's barefoot. And right. like, there's these two guys out there that say that you stole their songs. <laughs> right, because they keep asking him to make up songs on the spot. He yeah. just keeps playing Beatles songs. And then there's that thing with Ed Sheeran where he's in a studio recording Hey Jude, and Ed Sheeran's yeah. like, hey, 
let's seriously, let's do Hey Dude. Right. Makes more sense. Yeah, that that movie looks great. Yeah, it does look really great. I, I'm all in on that. Um, but now, isn't it great that Ariana Grande is finally taking her rightful you know, spot alongside a big fan. the Beatles? I, occasionally, she'll make a hot rotation because I, it's got a, you know, a, a beat I like to yeah. it. But she doesn't enunciate for me. I can't understand <laughs> what she's saying. It's all that's these the runs. Oldest, that's the old man. It's oldest a bunch of runs, though. I want to know what said. the lyrics are. And she's all day Halloween. Like, I hey, don't, can I tell you a secret? Can if, I, you you tell you the, if you knew what the lyrics were, you would still not be impressed. I know. But Demi Lovato, <laughs> perfect enunciation. I understand everything <laughs> clearly with Demi Lovato. Wonder- that's a professional <laughs> singer right there. Wonderful diction on Demi Perfect. Lovato. I get every syllable and word. That's because she has to say uh, without losing. She has any to of mouth everything out because she's stoned, and so no. she has to like make sure no. she says it. No, she's a professional. Ariana Grande's a upstart. Well, Ariana Grande is in the league with the Beatles. Where's Demi Lovato? Recovering. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, good for Ariana Grande. Don't know that that's a thing that is a deserved or not. I don't know if you're an Ariana Grande no, fan, no, then. No, no. Perhaps you think so. We do not. No. Uh, Ben Affleck has said he is not coming back as the Batman. I watched The Dark Knight again over the weekend. Is that the Joker one? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. So good. Yeah. Heath Ledger is so good, man. Yeah, we've talked about it. That's so well done. It is, and it's such an interest. It's it's one of the most interesting villains in any any action. And here's what a director should ask himself. Because this is what Christopher Nolan accomplished. If we took away the costumes, is this still a good movie? And it would be. It would be. If if if, if he was just a regular looking person, yeah. it would still be an interesting. Yeah, and, and we played it straight with no costumes. Mm-hmm. Is this still interesting? Is this a, a great cop movie, vigilante vigilante movie? You know, yes, it's awesome. And it's true. You could strip that yep. movie yep. of all superhero. Right. You could make and Batman just a cop. Yep. And Heath Ledger or, just or a an ex, man. an ex-cop, whatever. Yeah. Because he's sort of outside of what is legal. Yeah. And then, yeah, and Heath Ledger's some psycho. And that's a great movie still. That's a good point. That's you a, don't need all the effect. And that's so a if, great point. If, yeah. you're, if you can make that movie, then you've got a great movie. Yeah. You don't need all this. But that's what DC cannot accomplish they, to save their lives. They cannot figure it it's out, all, can they? It's horrible. Except for Wonder Woman. What is going on? Well, unless you got Gal Gadot. Then everything's great. I don't care what that woman. I doing. argue that going back and watching Wonder Woman again, that I I don't know that it's as good as I thought it was the first time I watched it. I watched it again, and outside of the very lovely Gal Gadot, I don't know that it's a great movie either. Here's why I think you would hate Wonder Woman. You want to know? Yeah. Because they relegate the male lead to a completely neutered sidekick, which I think would really sit unwell yeah. with you. You know what though? As a misogynist myself, right, I still get to look at Gal Gadot. Well, that's how you know when you made a good movie. When you can make a misogynist like Lee still enjoy your film, <laughs> when you've completely relegated <laughs> yeah, your male lead right. to be a even, yes, honey, even, even then the, you really right. got your good movie. You can strip right. all, the, all the superhero and stuff away. That's why you'll never defeat the natural order of things. Even though you're throwing the worst propaganda of hate speech at men right at me. You put Gal Gadot in front of it, and I don't care. If Gal Gadot was just yelling obscenities into your face. That actually may turn me on even more. (laughs) 
That's a yeah. good point. So, okay. okay so, Affleck went on Kimmel this week. He was supposed to be Batman. And he said, I'm not coming back as Batman. I'm not doing it. Right? Because he said, we couldn't find a script I like. Which, let's be honest, if DC... Didn't he want to direct it? He wanted to direct it. But here's the thing. Like, if it's... Like, if DC is like... If this is beneath Ben Affleck, it might be a terrible idea. Like, whatever this script Ben Affleck has seen may be just mm-hmm. horrendous. But the speculation is now who is going to uh, take the role? The movie is called The Batman okay. because we've run out of combinations of or, words. Or, or if they've given up of on Dark Knight, Batman Forever, yeah. Batman Returns, Batman Begins, just just the Batman, like the Wolverine. Yeah, you know, which was also a terrible. Have they movie. given up on doing any follow up with Justice League stuff, like the Avengers? Are they are they done? I don't know. Like, well, you would need, but if you're doing that, you would have to have Affleck, because didn't he play, he played Batman. Yeah, well, so, I mean, you're still, it's still Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and So what are you saying? Are you saying, are they, are they they done? Are you saying, why do they need to make this Batman movie? No, 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 what I'm saying is, is there anything in the future for them to get back together, the Justice League, and fight whoever? I don't know, the first one was so terrible, but Suicide Squad was terrible, and they're making a sequel to that, so... I don't. I, who knows? DC. Who knows where their head is? So who's going to be the new Batman? Okay. So here. Let are, me tell you where I am with this. I would like to do it. If but you say Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. No, I don't. Okay. It's Batman and Robin. <laughs> yeah. I actually like that. It's not bad. By the way, can I tell you something? Just a sidebar. The other day, I was in the car, and uh, I heard a, a clip of Owen Wilson on like Entertainment Weekly Radio, and I was by myself, mm-hmm. and I did a Owen Wilson impression to mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. Out loud, you ever yeah, just talk to yeah, yourself? Sure, yeah. I did an Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson impression, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you what, Pretty it good. was fantastic, and I could never replicate you can't it. Do it right now, and no one heard it. It was yeah. like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good. Is that all right? Yeah, that's yeah. all right. So I did a whole, yeah. I did a whole well, rip you, on that. You got that first building block. Let's, let's I keep it going. Not, I'm not, I'm not, let's get to I, the I, next word. I'm not prepared. I have not workshopped. Yeah, okay, it. but right. I will say this: at well, the time, I was like, "It's a shame no one." I like that. That's a good wow. Okay. So on the way home tonight, get get the next I'll work word ready. I'll we'll work have two out. words for next week's show. All right. So you were going to say who is you were going to say the direction you want them to go with with Batman? Well, I don't know. Who, I, I was going to throw my hat in the ring until yesterday. I ran the forty. I heard about your forty. So. Uh, I wasn't going to bring it up. I yeah. thought it might be a sore subject. It is. And I, I'm literally sore from the subject. Yeah. So me, Haley, and then we took Kevin McGuffey, we took Jesse, and our photographer, Cody, mm-hmm. and we all ran the 40, and we timed it. Because, you know, we wanted to see how we matched up to Josh Allen, Benny Snell, and the other guys that will be doing the NFL combine. Now, before you tell me how you did, how did you think you were going to stack up against everybody? Oh, oh I thought I would win. <laughs> I thought I would. You thought you would win? Well, yeah, I was. Uh, Haley seems like she'd be fast. It doesn't matter. I'm a misogynist pig. I'm faster than girls. <laughs> but anyway, I thought I would. You were upset there was a girl in the mix. Hey, why? This what? should be a, This what should is, be an all male heat here. Next yeah. thing, we'll let them vote. <laughs> uh, no, I thought. I thought. I literally thought I'd win. I mean, you see, Jesse. Yeah, but Jesse, I could see. Okay, but you, like you know Jesse, having that sort of linebacker. Cody, they're both soft dudes. Right. Um, You're not a soft no, dude. No, I'm not a soft okay. dude. I mean, I played high school basketball. I was a pretty good point guard. I, you know, I used to be the quickest guy right. on the team. Yeah. I wasn't always the fastest, but I was the quickest. Mm-hmm. So I thought, all right, now I haven't run in 25 years, <laughs> but I didn't think that would matter. 
I really didn't. My 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 concern Your mindset was, was I still got it. Yeah, I'm still in top physical I start, condition. We, you know, Jesse and I were tossing the football. I'm running around. I go, I feel good. And my my main concern is because of the butter and salt that I've placed in the four chambers of my heart, right. it could explode. That's what I thought. I'll just die. But forty's not that far. You think that <laughs> until you look at it. And then you freak out like, good Lord, look how long this is. And how are those guys doing it almost in three seconds? That's unbelievable. You did out of starting blocks? No, we – well, I think the way they do the 40 is they – you don't like have – it's because it's not about reaction. Oh, yeah, and it's football. So they're not, football players aren't coming. They're probably coming off of a four-point yeah. stance, right? Yeah, you come off okay. a four- yeah. or three-point stance and right. go. Uh, so you, you only start the clock when you go. So it's not based on reaction time. Right. I wish it were. I think I could win that one maybe. But right. anyway, so we run in it. It's interesting that it went by age. Although I did beat Kevin McGuffey. Yeah, but he tore a hamstring. He says he told me he tore a hamstring. I'm exonerating him. No, you were the bottom no. of the list. <laughs> he didn't tear a hamstring. He, you know, when we're looking at our watches, as he still he then he saw our reaction and kind of. Hops around. He's like, like danger field occasion. Yeah. Oh my yeah. arm! His it's wife. broken. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's him and Caddyshack. He moving it around like this. Oh, my, look at my hamstring. Look at it. Because he said he went and walked a mile and a half last night. And his wife's a physician, and she said there's nothing wrong with you. You're just old. But that's the way it went. So because I'm I'm the oldest. The next was Haley, and the next was Jesse, then Cody, and that's the way the times went, descending order. Right. They so. all beat me. So Cody was first. Cody was first. You know what? He, How was Jesse's? What was his? Because Jesse's a big five. guy. He did it in five, like close to four. It was the bottom part of five, like five one or something. Do I you know, know what the hardest part of this would have been for me? What's that? I guarantee it. Coming off the three point stance, I guarantee <laughs> yeah, I would have tripped and yeah. scraped my face. Uh, on Jesse the almost fell the first time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because if you're not used to that, oh, the, you throw uh, well, your weight forward and, yeah, you, and you're going surface, as fast as you can. Yeah, our surface wasn't great either. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I'm blaming it on. You got some variables in there that, yeah, there that messed everything up? Well, I was also wearing a suit because I wanted to do it like Rich Eisen does it. Because you wanted to do it in a suit and then be like, I did this in a suit. No, that's the that's way Rich did. Eisen does it. Right. So I was going to do it that way. So what was your time? Oh, I, I think maybe six. <laughs> right at six. Something like that. You're it's right, awful. though. It does it does uh, show you how uh, how impressive that is. Oh, it's crazy. With those those big those are big dudes. But I am the living embodiment of decay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all this is. It's decay. It's just and, rot. And, and then you have that on top of it to help further your mortal thoughts going to sleep that night. Like, oh my god, I can't even run anymore. I'm, I'm done. Well, no, I'm not. I'm, no, I'm not done. I'm going to fight. I'm going to train. We're going to go back in the fall. I'm going to win it. Oh, you are. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to win this. I want to see you out in front of your house in your neighborhood, just running forties up and down the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's a better way to train. They say. Well, just sprinting as opposed to just treadmill. That's well, yeah. Well, of course. You sprint and then you know then go lift. Don't just get on a treadmill do cardio all well, day. I would think you don't so, change yeah. anything. Because it's you've got to have the burst, yeah, right, and you can't really get that. I'm just saying it's home. a better fitness regimen. Anyway, so I, right now I'm not available to play Batman. So who okay, is? Okay, all right, yeah. Since you're off the table, yeah. Uh, some of the names been bandied about are uh, Oscar Isaac. I like him. He's one of my. You know he's what one I of watched? My guys. I forgot to tell you what I watched. What? Uh, what was it? The I don't know. the. I got it. It was the, it was the with him and and Ben Kingsley where they he was he played uh, Adolf Eichmann 
and they went and got him because uh, oh, yeah. Oscar Isaac was in the Mossad and, and the Secret Service for Israelis. I don't remember what that was called, but I remember that movie coming I out. I want to say Final Solution, but I don't think that's right. No. But it was something like that, and I, I watched it, and I loved it. It was really good. He's a great actor. He's, he is a really good actor. He's uh, he's in a movie that hardly anybody saw that I Star loved. Wars. Uh, he was really good. Um, yeah. Mo- uh, God, Dangerous was in the title. He, he was played, also uh, in, what's he, the name? I get it wrong. Machina. Ex Machina. Oh, that movie's great. Yeah, he's in that. If you have not seen Ex Machina. Oh, Machina. Yeah, you should go see that. Macchiato. Because it is, oh, man, good. Yeah, it's got um, watch your face in there. Oh. What is her name? What is this? Alicia Vikander or whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, a Most Violent Year. Mm. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. It is. He plays a crime boss in that in that movie. And he's fantastic. It was like a mm. little film. Uh, he's built funny. Albert Brooks plays his consigliere. In that. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, Albert it, Brooks is playing a lot of bad guys. He's like a low-level crime boss in New Jersey. And it's really interesting. Oscar Isaac, he's got the biggest rear end of a man that I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. You know who else has a bigger end? Paul Rudd has a bigger end. Yeah, but Oscar's bigger. Really? Yeah. It. It's well, weird when you see. He looks like a, a fullback. It's weird when you see a dude With and a it's butt. noticeable. Yeah. Like I don't look at butts, but like it, sometimes you'll see a guy and you're like, "That's a that's a rather large butt." Yeah, there, I was know? watching the movie and I think I actually said, "Oh my God, Becky, <laughs> <laughs> look at his butt." <laughs> but it is. It's huge. I did not know that. Who else is it? Somebody else I know said a big butt the other day. I forget who it was. But, yeah, sometimes you'll see people who are otherwise very svelte, yeah. and they just got a big butt. Paul yeah. Rudd's got a big butt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like Oscar Isaac, though. I like him. I don't know that he'll do this. He seems like he's on his way. He's doing Star Wars already. He doesn't come off as a Batman kind of guy. No. You know? Uh-uh. No, nah, we need somebody else. Um, Michael B. Jordan, who yeah. did uh, Killmonger right from Black Panther. I'd give it to him. Yeah, I'll that'd be interesting. It. I don't know. Well, I mean, is he? I don't, it depends on how old you want to make Batman. See, because you, well, you'll see when we go through the rest of this list. All right. Like it all depends. I, so far, he's my favorite. I take yeah, him. He's good. Um, I mean, now that we saw Black Panther, and yeah, I love Chadwick Boseman. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But he's better in Black Panther than Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I mean, would now that we know well, you what, think he should have been yeah, Black Panther? You think we should have flipped interesting. that? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. He That's a good call. Yeah. Because yeah. he's they, so good they forget, in Creed. Maybe they forgot he's so them. good in Creed. I he love Creed. Great. Creed yeah. too. Have you seen Creed 2 uh, Not yet. Oh, not yet. I what are you waiting on? I know. I know. Uh, John Bernthal. You know who that is? He's the Punisher on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. got canceled. He's got some free time. Yeah. I could see that. It'd be all right. I, My problem with him is, is that he's fine, but... He was so unlikable on Walking Dead mm-hmm. that he kind of got typecast because that was the first time I'd ever seen him. I think he's also in that Tank movie with uh, Brad Pitt, Fury. Yeah, right. He's in that. And he's a bad. Yeah. He's kind of a kind of a butthead in that too. Uh, I don't know that he's likable enough. Not that Batman has to be likable. Christian Bale certainly wasn't a very likable. Well, yeah, dude. Um, Michael Keaton was likable. Hugh Jackman is on the list. No. Hugh no. Jackman just got he uh, juicy Guinness Guinness uh, Book of World Records just surprised Hugh Jackman the other day with a record. He and Patrick Stewart have officially achieved the record of playing the playing a Marvel character for the longest period of time. Hmm. Okay, which because they were both in the first X Men, which I think quantifiably is like what you think of as the beginning of the right. Marvel was. comics universe. Next up is. Uh, Army Hammer. I like Army Hammer. Yeah, I like Army. Now here's all I'll say to you. Apparently, right, he's there, my there second was, choice. There was some there was some speculation that Ben Affleck had quit the Justice League b- 
before Justice League was made, Army Hammer was going to step in and be. Uh, Batman. I could see that. He looks like the rich. Yeah. But maybe he's got some brooding darkness underneath it all. Hey, so I'd take him if we can't get Michael B. Jordan. I'll take him. You know what he was good in? That? I know, man, man from Uncle. Yeah, he was good in that. With that you, I love that movie. Him, him, and Henry, Henry Cavill. Him and Cavill, yeah. And that's got what's your face in it too? Who I just said? Uh, when isn't she in that? Alicia Vikander or whatever? Yes, yeah, she is. That's right. Yeah, I like, uh, but no, the movie that got maligned, and I thought it was pretty good. He played the Lone Ranger. Oh, I love the Lone Ranger. I did too. Yeah, Johnny was, Depp yeah. was Tonto. I like yeah, that. That's that is a very underrated movie. Yeah, like I, mean, I think the it was, train scene was ridiculous. The train scene was the best part of the movie. Yeah, I though. knew you'd like that. Yeah, I loved it. You're ridiculous. I, it, it's but a, I love, it is I a fun it. movie. Yeah, like I, I, I never understood why uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Everybody just went eight over that. Yeah, well, and the first they, one was they, good. And then they did the same thing with Lone Ranger. And everybody was like, "Man, pass." Yeah, like I, it was, I it was, think it was you know. Johnny Depp fatigue. But I think if you give you, it time, people start to appreciate. You that might movie. be right. That's not as bad a movie as people do as people say it is. Um, Adam Driver. Now, bear yeah. in mind, Adam Driver was a Marine. Yeah, no, I he could do it. He's a great actor. I think, he could do it. He, okay, here's my problem with Adam Driver. He is very awkwardly built. Yeah. I don't know that he's he can built. He buff up. I don't know that he's, Listen. But I don't think he's built You're like You're not going to recognize me in the fall either. <laughs> right. Now, this is, so he's another, he he's another one of our guys, Oscar Isaac. Adam Driver is another guy who I think is well on his way to being one of our greatest one of our greatest actors. He wow. he's really good. He I good. saw this movie, The Report. I, we told you about. It. He was yeah. great in that. He was good in, uh, in uh, Black Klansman. I know. I need to see that. What are you I, waiting on? Because I don't know. I just, I got to see that. John Cho. John Cho. Yeah, you know John Cho. He was in Do that. Um, he's uh, he was in Star Trek. He played oh. Sulu. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he was in. The, he was in that movie you saw with the internet searching. Yeah. But he was also his most famous for uh, Harold Kumar. Harold Kumar. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be bad. I mean, that's all right. Yeah, I don't he know. He doesn't seem like an intimidating guy to me. No, I agree. I can't see him being intimidating because he doesn't usually play that. And then uh, Michael Keaton. Again? People say, well, people say, why not bring Michael Keaton back? Well, Let him do an, an older old Batman. Batman which an old Batman would be wouldn't be a terrible right. spin on it. Yeah, I guess you could do it. I'm okay with that. Um, what what time we got there? We got to go. All right, let's do hot goss. All right, quick. Hot goss, sweeping the nation. All right, let's go. Hot goss item. Natalie Portman filed a restraining order against a guy who showed up at her gated community and tried to get in and claimed he was John Wick and that he had been communicating telepathically with her from across the country, and so he came out to meet her. Hmm. Look at that. Why does she have walls? Walls don't work. Gates do. Oh. Yeah. So it's what we need, gates? Well, yeah, I think it's uh, build that gate. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> So, anyway, so good, Natalie Portman narrowly Telepathically. Avoid, she narrowly avoided a, an interaction with John Wick, as we all know. He's a... You, are you excited about the new John Wick? Yeah. Are you? Mm-hmm. I'll see it, I'm sure. I, I love the first fun John movies, Wick. Yeah. I love the first yeah. one. The second one's fun, too. The first one's better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, item. Speculation is that Whoopi Goldberg has been secretly tapped to host the Oscars on Sunday. Thoughts? I hope not. I do, too. I, I, I'm not... A huge Whoopi Goldberg person. Never she's have been. done it. She's done the Oscars, right? Never have been. I mean, I, she's an okay actress. I just never been a big fan of Whoopi Goldberg. I haven't either. Never. I think the most I, the, the the most I like the peak of my liking her was the comic relief years on HBO when yeah. she was with Robin Williams right. and Billy. And Billy. Yeah. Yeah, why don't I just bring Billy Crystal back? Oh, uh, people would destroy him. Uh, I, people uh, yeah. would kill him. Well, whoever mean, does it's going to be destroyed on social media. 
Yeah. There is no winning anymore. You can't win. All, all you are is fodder, cannon fodder for trolls. Here's an, here's an Oscar prop bet for you. Do you think that Kevin Hart gets his name mentioned as a joke in that, in that telecast yeah, at all? Yeah, I would imagine. Sure. What, I would write that joke. What's the over-under on Trump references? I don't know. What, I think last year, didn't they try to avoid it a little bit? seems like last year they last purposely stayed out of Last year I was very surprised of, at yeah. how, how not political yeah. the Oscars were. I'd appreciate it if they just keep that going. Well, I don't know. I mean, why alienate half your audience? If, even though I, I know We've your your argument this. is that nobody's yeah, watching, nobody. but that's not. Yeah. But I am. I'm right, watching. That's true. But you're an open-minded person. But why? But why don't 40. they watch? It used to be all of America watched, and then they went political and divided and cut half their audience off. Well, also, but if you want to get them back, stop doing well, that. All of America also used to watch when all of America had seen all the movies. Well, because they would nominate right. Films they, would, that, they would nominate movies that people yeah. saw. Um, item. Taylor Swift has filed a lawsuit against a New York computer repair store called SL Swift Life Computer Services as a counter lawsuit because she herself has an app called the Swift Life, which the computer repair store attacked, filing a suit against her for copyright infringement. So Swift Life Computer Repair filed a suit against her as she filed a counter, counter lawsuit against them. I'm do you for have the little guy. do you have the Swift Life app on I your do, phone? I do not. What do you think's on that? I mean, I'm just out of curiosity. Desperation. I mean, really, what do you do on Taylor Swift's app? I don't know. <laughs> what would you do? No, we're gonna do, we're gonna download this and talk about this okay. on the next episode. All right, we're going to explore. You put that on your phone. I don't want it on we're mine. Gonna, we're gonna explore Taylor Swift's app. Yeah. and see what it's like. We'll do an app review of yeah. Swift Life. Mm. I, I like Taylor Swift as a musician. I used to like her more. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's kind of annoying. No, I'm not saying she's not, but there are some songs I like. Yeah, is style. She, I like that style song. Is she as likable as she used to be? Well, nobody is, especially you. <laughs> I I talked to a friend of mine who has kids, and they went to see Taylor Swift, and they went to see her last tour and her current tour, uh-huh. and they're like, we the first tour, they were like, we love Taylor Swift. She's so friendly family friendly yeah. and then the new tour was all yeah. i'm gonna get you for ruining my reputation uh-huh. you know that kind of thing so anyway you know what's fun to watch is these boy bands that are doing these reunion tours and looking out in their audience yeah yeah <laughs> see all these lunch ladies out there now that are yeah <laughs> that's got to make you feel old <laughs> yeah. right wait a minute this isn't how we remember this uh, you know it seems like they all got a pretty good sense uh, about themselves though because they seem very appreciative that anybody's coming well, they have to be. Yeah, well, I would That's be. That's all they got. Hell, I am. Yeah, I mean, J.C., Chaz, Ch- was it Chaz, Chazes, Chazes? Yeah, I don't know. Chaze, I don't know how you pronounce it. I mean, what's he got going on? I don't know. Nothing. He's got to be happy anybody's there, right? Sure, yeah. I would be. Right. And we are happy you are here. Absolutely. And hope you will join Thank us again God next week. Thank God for you. If you like this podcast, go and give us a review or rate us or something. As always, if you didn't like it, we'd appreciate it if you keep that to yourself. That's another weekend uh, week edition for Funk Hazard Situation, episode 40. I feel, I feel, 51. I, you know, I don't feel good about I went you crazy there. I'm flying this plane right now. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel good about this Man, landing at all. No. Wow. Episode Talk about fifty-one. Fifty-one. You banked it off the runway. I know. That's it. That's it. I think we're us. in the trees here. I think we're done. Yeah. All right. Join us next week when our top story will be a review of Taylor Swift's app. Until then, <laughs> see you next time. <laughs>